right, guys, we're back. <laughs> Did you miss us? Yay. We're back on the last day of 2021. I know. Um, this is very much like, because I like to show people how like the sausage is made. This is very much like your turn paper is due. <laughs> And you're rushing <laughs> to bang it out. You're like running across the quad to deliver. Because, you know, we went to school before the internet was as big as it is now. You're running across the quad to like hand deliver right before like 3 p.m. on the day it's due. This is like what this episode is. We oh, my God. <laughs> it's like Dean's day is like right there. And, you know, I have to say, guys, this might surprise some people. Well, not surprise the people that are my friends that listen to this podcast, but I will say in college, there were many times that I was really pushing it, pushing it, being like, yeah. I have a little bit more time. Yeah. I, like it's 4.53. I can run down to the, you know, I would say the name of the building, but not a pretend no. that we have anonymity about where we I went to school. I don't want so anybody to know running down business. to whatever, <laughs> whatever college hall might be called and running down there on a date that is important to deans. Uh, <laughs> And doing that run. Yep. <laughs> and then yep. later, like maybe a couple of years after, then you could submit via email. Cause that, like I always felt like the professors are like, no, you have to submit it by hand. I thought, you this 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 is punishment for both of us. You realize that, right? Yeah. Like, you just let me email it to you. I bet they don't do that anymore. I bet they let no, me email it. But because, at the like, time what's the point. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. We had internet and we had email. Yeah. But professors were really into paper. Like, yeah. Like why what why do you things. hate the environment? Like what do you have against trees? Like honestly. Like That's what are true. like what are what's what did trees I mean, ever we, do to you? We weren't as tree conscious no. in the early two thousands. Well, we weren't we were as many things conscious on... like as much yeah. as to be to be very honest. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was a long tangent. Apologies. Anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, so we're here with a retrospective. Um, to Nana's point, uh, that we are doing this at the very last minute, uh, in the in the morning of New Year's Eve. Uh, but we thought it'd be great to take the time to talk through what we loved this year, and you know, the fact that we did this the first year of our podcast, the first season, um, and then also talk about commentary from the ROM squad and see if we have things that we can sort of like respond to from what we've gotten over the past few months of doing the podcast. So yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. Like, because um, I was, I don't know, I'm like a bit of a basic Betty when it comes to New Year's and that like, I like call friends and like do in, like we write our intentions Aww. and manifest and look over the year. And so like like I would do vision boards if I were more artistically inclined, but I don't. But like we like so I just thought it would be interesting to, you know, because the ROM squad is like my new community, my new community of friends or like some previous friends, some new friends. So I thought that it would be cool to kind of do a similar exercise via the podcast so let's see how it is yeah i don't know this is an experiment but like like honestly everything this entire year has been an experiment and it's been a great time uh for two very type a people this experimentation (laughs) has been yeah a journey but thanks for being on it with us guys it's it's fun all right so I'm more of type A minus, by the way. I'm not. Oh, like a I'm a full a type A, and it's I don't. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, also I don't believe that you're type A minus, but that's another conversation. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that's incorrect. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
No, I'm like, I'm not like most nerds. I'm a oh, yeah, nerd. that's right. Like, you should do that dance <laughs> from like Mean Girls with the camcorder. Oh, my yes, God. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We probably we don't have any Gen Z listeners because otherwise we'd have to explain that. But no one from Gen Z listens to this podcast. So we don't need to explain that. Yeah. Reference. Yeah. Um, do we want to do a little thing about why we do this podcast, Nana? Or what do you think? To wrap it up. About being t- I'm feeling a bit lazy, but we should. So can you do sure, it? Sure, let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully <laughs> at this point you listen and know that this is um, Misan and Nana, uh, two yes. uh, friends from college. We are lawyer ladies, um, first generation African, uh, no, first generation Americans with an African do attitude. Thank you, Nana's mom. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, early in the pandemic you know, we're talking with each other about what we really liked, like what was giving us joy, what was sparking joy for us during this, these unprecedented times. And it turns out that it was romance novels and romance content. And we wanted to take the chance to talk um, a bit more sort of like, I don't know, have more sort of like edifying complex conversations about romance. Um, And, you know, we think it's a genre that doesn't get as much of respect as it deserves. It's one of the biggest genres in the world, but people are like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's fluffy. It's not important. It's not serious, but I don't get it. Romance and love are some of the most important things in the world period because people look for it all the time. Uh, So we really like the chance to talk about it. um, And we've had so much fun this year engaging with the rom squad and talking it through with you guys and just you guys listening to us like snark with each other (laughs) for almost two hours every other week has been great yeah uh so thanks for being part of our journey guys it's been fun yeah thank you yeah i think you got everything african do attitude did you say west african oh we did not say west african and that actually does matter that is there is a difference (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes and i don't think you said we were badass that's true that's true i think you just said we're a lawyer you're right we should have added that we need to find an illiterate like a proper word with alliteration for badass that starts with an l if we're gonna do lawyer ladies for it to be really like you know no it'd be be overkill is it it'd be overkill fine i don't know we'll discuss we'll discuss offline (laughs) (laughs) anyway well the first thing we wanted to talk about so our one of the um the, the last couple episodes we did, we talked about West Side Story, uh, which Nana yeah. adores, as you know. And I was like a late sort of recruit. I wouldn't call myself a convert, but like a recruit to West Side Story and knowing mm. about it yeah. and talking it through. But funnily enough, I went with my friend um, Lucy to see the new version, the, the remake, a couple weekends ago. We saw it in this theater um, on the Upper West Side and it was packed. And I have to say, guys... I really enjoyed it. And I wouldn't have were not for the fact that we'd done this podcast episode and gone through this whole, like, you know, I had to watch the original. So I knew the differences. And, you know, I really, really liked it. It, It's a good movie. It really, really is. But you know what's the sad sad thing, Nana? Spoiler alert. The rest of America does not agree. (laughs) I know. Well, a couple things. I actually wanted to get your impression. One is is all the music of, like, the same because I haven't seen it funnily enough even though I'm the one who loves I know I'm shocked I'm actually quite I'm shocked actually yeah well there's a whole like Amarion going around and I like didn't want to be sitting in a movie theater so that's 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 a really good point I would make an icebox so I'll wait joke here and where your heart used to be but like I it's not it's not well formed so I'm just gonna throw out the references Uh, yeah it's okay (laughs) just gonna throw them out and then people could someone someone more enterprising can make that joke for me in their head uh so I yeah. thought so the music was I thought the music was very well done. Um 
it's interesting. Like they shifted the sort of the order of some of the songs. Like they moved Officer Krupke up to before the rumble, which I think is how it was in the original original musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, but so they ordered the songs a bit differently. And then there's a new character. There's like also a new character. So then that character also has Mm -hmm. like uh, this played by Rita Moreno. So that character also like has more sort of um, more of a like more of a place. Like she sings songs. Like she's part of like like she's part of tonight. Um, which is interesting, okay. which is usually just like Maria and Tony's like whole sort of like, um, like it's there, those that's, oh, she's part of that yeah. tonight or the tonight, the quintet when the right before the, rumble. uh, she's part of, well, no, she's part of the quintet, the quintet right before the rumble. But then there's another, there's another thing uh-huh. where like Tony and Maria are singing, it's them. And then she also adds something to it because there's an interesting, well, these are spoilers. There's just an interesting parallel between her and her story. Okay. Um, and, Got you know, because she Got replaces, it. like, you know, doctor, like the uh, doc. She replaces doc. Doc, basically. yeah. Um, so there's just an interesting parallel between her and, like, story that she has and her own love story compared to, like, Tony and Maria, which I thought really added, like, an interesting layer to the movie. Um, Sorry, we could move on, but I just have two two more questions one um were they diverse puerto ricans or mostly white puerto ricans they're still mostly white puerto ricans uh they had a couple okay. uh darker skin puerto ricans but they're mostly well they're mostly white. i think they will say <laughs> that they like did better with diversity like there was no shoe polish they're actual people that like this is their actual skin tone yeah which is that is a low bar yeah, though i great. have to say it's that's, that's a, low a step bar. up it's a low bar it's a low bar but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there was diversity i will to be there was diversity um and the woman that played um What's who? What was um, Rita Moreno's character in the original? Anita. 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 Right. The woman that played Anita was great. Yeah. She was fantastic. She was so good. And she was a bit okay. like she, there was a diversity with her. Um, and the, and I like okay. the way they handled the Amer- America. I thought they did that in a way that was okay. fun and really like really like really showed a lot of 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 the of the Puerto Rican sort of like immigrants in the neighborhood. I liked the there like there's like a very sort of like huge sort of clear um conversation about gentrification that felt a little bit maybe a bit less sort of mm. pronounced and deliberate in the original but this there's like the clear through line and as like i said i was watching it on the upper west side and they were connecting like um neighborhoods being destroyed for lincoln center to be built and i'm like right near lincoln center as i was oh, watching it so that was like really, that is yeah really so that was really cool. that was pretty that's interesting. really cool I was, as i was thinking about that i think they did their best to address the clear sort of disparities and like um uh, sort of things that were not sort of handled in terms of like white privilege, American privilege, all that sort of stuff. They did their best. Like I think St- Spielberg, Steven Spielberg did his best to sort of like counter all of that. I don't know that it went as far as it could have. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I I really liked it. I liked it. But I, and I really, like I said, I wouldn't have enjoyed it if I hadn't seen the original and done it for the podcast. Cause I wasn't going to watch the original just like on the weekend. Let's be honest. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what when either when you know this variant goes away, or when it's on uh, streaming, which is probably going to happen before, yeah, it's happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's definitely happening sooner rather than later because and the box office was poor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and also to I mean that I think I mean you can get into it, but I don't think it's an accident that the box office is poor was yeah. poor, right? Like yeah. when like this variant started like picking up 
and there's been surgeons, yeah. right? At least I love West Side Story, right? Yeah. But even I am like, I don't need to go to the movie theater. Yeah, like if you so haven't gone to the theater before and you're like a West Side Story, like, you know, fan, stan of the two of us, of the pair of us, then like obviously Matt, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Spielberg, but you know what? You're okay. Like he'll just cry in your millions that you've made for decades he's not even gonna cry but i'm sure he's i'm sure he's angry i'm sure he's angry about it yeah yeah (laughs) but he got the misan seal of approval i know and and everyone will tell you that that is very difficult i'm not a hater i'm just a very (laughs) i might be a harsh critic it's fine but i want to declare i'm not a hater i'm just very skeptical skeptical yeah and the last thing i want to say about west side story is like after we recorded steven sondheim passed away yeah and i just wanted to take the opportunity you know how like they do the in memoriam Mm -hmm. retrospectives Mm -hmm. but like we and i i I would have liked to talk more about him on that episode but he truly was like he like changed the game in musical theater like he was just such a smart and witty lyricist and like if you watch musicals from like the 40s and 50s it's like ah the town you know what I mean? It's just like a lot of it is just not so like soul wrenching and compelling and interesting and dark and shaded. Yeah. And he like really, I think, elevated the art form. So, you know. Yeah. All right. Pour one out <laughs> for Sondheim. So pour one pour out one for out. Stephen Sondheim. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, what do we do next, Misan? Do you want to do our look back? Let's look back. Ah, I'm sure there'll be music here. I wanted to just like have an opportunity because we haven't done it as much as we wanted to throughout the season, but to like address some comments from the ROM squad. And I, I realized the way I said it sounded like, okay, this is it. I'm go like face to face fisticuts. No, like this is a, it's a, no, I mean, address as in like opening like, the floor because I actually, I think one means. of my favorite things about means. doing this podcast was getting feedback from the ROM squad and seeing how excited people got about the genre. And I love our listeners because they're like all smart yeah. and thoughtful people. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's just great to like have conversations with people about the episodes or the things mm-hmm. we covered mm-hmm. that are, thought-provoking or push back or had like point out things that I didn't see and so I thought it would just be nice to open the floor for that um so Misan which which one do you want to start with we have a couple that we actually like addressed at some point but like it didn't make it as an episode so do you want to like do that yeah yeah let's do that so um what was the first one we wanted to talk about was bring it on right and like sort of like the reparations piece of things do you remember that? Yeah, that is a really very good um, comment. So I'm actually just going to uh, rather than us sitting here talking about it, because like why like recreate the wheel or whatever, yeah. reinvent the wheel. No need. We can just play what we yeah, we can just play what the question was and what our response was at the time. Yeah. So give me one moment, please. We received um, a question from one of the ROM pod who had an interesting question about uh, the part in Bring It On where Gabrielle Union's character Isis rips up the check. And so mm. her question is essentially some, a question that I actually came to my mind a little later, um, which was, is this supposed to be some kind of, like how do you reconcile sort of the reparations discussion with mm. the kind of, well, I want to keep my pride and I don't 
want to take anything from this white girl. Um, Which I thought was interesting because after, I don't know if it was after we recorded or at some point I'd been mulling over this and I was like, I sincerely hope the wrong person doesn't listen and think that this is there for sort of negating the need for reparations. The need for reparations. (laughs) Because every time, if you are not interested in reparations, you will find any justification, (laughs) even if it is this Ricky Dick, Ricky Dick rob cop. Podcast. So I'm well, here to tell you. All those black girls in that podcast said. Yeah. yeah. So I am here to tell you, you are not off the hook, okay? You know, nuance, when it comes to American race discussions, nuance is a very important concept that seems to go out of the window. So. Yes, that's what, true. That's One correct. thing, yeah. Now, this is like, I don't really have a full answer because I just don't think Bring It On can resolve the reparations discussion. No, sadly. (laughs) And also, you know, I need to be very clear about where I'm coming from, right? I'm not the descendants of black Americans. I'm Mm -hmm. the descendants of Africans. And so my opinion is probably not one that should be given like that much weight, right? Like, ultimately, like... I'm just one person and I'm saying this sort of as like an outside observer and I don't have yeah. any sort of authority to speak on that. That's my disclaimer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Toros we're offering were not reparations, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. reparations involve a number of things. One is an acknowledgement of fault. Two is sort of an atonement of that. And three is mm-hmm. to make people economic, as economically whole as possible, which is impossible, right? Mm-hmm. Because most of the American economy and global Western economy was built on slavery. So they'll yeah. never make black Americans whole, or yeah. not just black Americans, black West Indians, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like whoever was affected. Whoever yeah, was the descendant yeah. of enslaved people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what the Toros wanted to do was throw money at... Uh, the Clovers, money that didn't come out of their own pocket, right? She just went Mm -hmm. to her dad's corporation to cut a check. And there wasn't really any in that moment, you know, and you can tell me if you disagree. Like, we see uh, Torrance's side in that she seems very, I don't even know if contrite is the word. She just seems like her world has been turned upside down because her identity has been challenged by discovering that her whole cheering uh, career was built on a lie, right? But mm-hmm. there was never a coming to the Toros and saying, like a public reckoning, right? There was yeah. literally never a public reckoning yeah. that we took from you. And this is what, like, economically, you know, this is what we gained. Yeah. And these are the championships. Yeah. And, like, let's yeah. draw it out, like, how much we profited from you. And then here is a check to make you whole. You can use it however you want it. Too yeah. right. That's, yeah, that's very different. That's, that's very yeah, different yeah. from being like, here's some money so you can enter the competition, so that we can then feel like we're if we beat you, we've really beaten. Like if we win, we've actually won. Right. It's yeah. all about us. Yeah. And right. so I will just make the distinction that what ISIS was turning down did not in any way look like what reparations should be in my estimation. And so then ISIS has the rights or the place to say that this is just, you know, money to make the Toros once again in their whiteness feel good and being able to like sort of clothe yeah, themselves yeah, in sainthood. Yeah, it's about their own feelings. It's about yeah. their own feelings. It's and I'm not going to give them. It's yeah. exactly. And so I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. You know, I can yeah. do this purely through like the means of the black community. That yeah, like on our does own. not mean that the Toros 
do not have some sort of like I mean the movie just didn't get into that but there is like an economic um, debt that they owe to yeah. the Clovers yeah. we just don't get no, into it no yeah. yeah it's true and it's only so much a movie like that like a movie yeah. can do mm-hmm. anyway no I agree with you I think that I think you're that's a fair assessment of the situation I had not considered the reparations point at all honestly until yeah. you brought it up um, but I do think that's a clear distinction uh, and just leave it at that. Basically, we still think reparations is important. So yeah. don't use us. <laughs> don't yeah. use our arguments about bringing on as some sort of like. I just don't want to see like, sort of Tucker Carlson for... pulling up our podcast. Oh my God. If Tucker Carlson <laughs> listens to our podcast, we are in another. Like, that's just no, because conversation. I just feel like right wing people are like scraping all media to find any black person who could justify their marginalization of black people. And no, we're not here for that. Well, so we're, <laughs> well, I guess, for everyone who, I mean, I hope this should have been obvious from the beginning of when we started this uh, podcast, but we are not those black people. So mm-hmm. sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Now that we've cleared the well, air on that one. <laughs> Okay, so that was a throwback. Yeah. Right? Oh my god! I think we like recorded the answer to that. That was months wild, ago. But, months but ago, but we to never. To be clear, yeah. reparations is so important. That was not an endorsement of saying that reparations are not necessary. All of that remains the facts. All of that <laughs> no. remains clear. That's our disclaimer. Yeah. Um, okay. Next throwback answer. This is so fun because we edited things out. Yeah, like we can, we can have it back like, in. Ham fist them in before the end of the year. Okay. The the last, like, um, I mean, we have a few more comments, but. The last clip uh, that we want to include, right? Well, let me get it. Yeah, in. the last clip we want to Yeah, the last clip that we want to include is we got multiple, multiple comments from ROM squatters that we did not address, and I admit it was an oversight. We yeah. did not address Sweet Valley Saga yeah. in our Sweet Valley episode, yeah. to which I say to you, one, because, and just to give a background, this is when we first started, and I was like, this show cannot be longer than 45 minutes she or whatever, that. which is she laughable now, right? And so I was just like, I was just like, you know, the, it was in that OG Genesis song, you know, you got to cut it. I was just cutting everything. Cut it. Cut, wow. Cut, I cut, really cut, cannot cut, believe cut, OG Genesis cut, cut, cut really made it on this podcast on the last day of 2021. <laughs> I really so don't know what I was to just do with that. Cutting it all. Really <laughs> so we actually <laughs> we got so we actually did discuss yeah, Sweet Valley Saga. Um and to be honest. But we cut it out. And we actually discussed it more in length. We may be doing something special with Sweet Valley Saga, dot, dot, dot. And so we're not going to give you the full conversation. But I do think it's worth kind of just like putting it out there that we did discuss it. And here's like a snippet of what we said. When I think about why I like sort of fell into like the romance piece of it, like for me, I've like, I've just like my favorite, favorite books in, and we talked about this before. My favorite, favorite books in the Sweet Valley universe were the Mm -hmm. Sweet Valley saga books when they told like the story of Mm -hmm. like the ancestors Mm -hmm. of of the Wakefield (laughs) and like the Larsons, right? So I I actually, and if it's funny, if you look over at the cover, the cover actually sort of looks like a romance novel too, in an interesting way. 
So these, so for the totally. like the uninitiated totally. audience, so these like saga books will start like they started in like the 1800s or whatever, um, and it's like one yeah. ans- one Wakefield ancestor, and then one like Lar- which is you know Ned Wakefield, the the twins' father, and then one like Larson ancestor, yeah. which is Alice Wakefield, the twins' mother. They happen to meet each other on this boat coming over from Europe to America. And like, they like. Yeah. And just to clarify, just there are two books, one focused on the dad's ancestors and one focused on the mom's ancestors, but the ancestors periodically intersect, you know? And so each book would describe those encounters. And so it was like the Wakefield legacy. (laughs) And then they also had like the port, like the, like other characters, like the other main characters in, uh, the Sweet Valley universe, like Lila Fowler and like Bruce Patman or whatever. But the more interesting part was the Wakefield piece of it. Mm-hmm. What I always found weird about these books, though, it was, it, it, I loved them because of the historical piece. So it goes through like from 1866 all the way to like the 1960s. Um, but it purports that the Wakefields and the Larsons were sort of like circling each other, basically. So like the, it was yeah. just very, which is such insane. a very weird proposition. <laughs> By the way, that this like this man like Theo Wakefield and this woman Alice like Theo Wakefield was like um like a British you know British nobility that decides he doesn't want to be an earl, so he's like, no, I'm running away to America. Yeah, I'm like, are you really? <laughs> also, could I just add? Of, of course, course, they had to come from noble stock because like, like regular, can't like just no, be like white no, people. there has to be something to be like you know, super like wealthy <laughs> about them and unique. And so, and then Alice Larson, I think is her name. Yeah, Alice yeah. Larson is an yeah. orphan that's traveling from Sweden, and she happens to be sixteen. So, like, it seems like the girls are perpetually mm-hmm. sixteen in these books. Uh, and so she, and they look, and she looks like she looks like exactly she's blonde, like aquamarine eyes, like her. all of that sort of stuff. Um, which is weird. So anyway, so then they posit this, like, essentially they've been circling each other and they, like, fall in love and keep missing each other and missing each other. And then, like, there is, like, sets of twins through, like, the decades. It was utterly tragic. But I think it, like, in the, the, the reason why they were circling around each other was this weird mythology that, like, Ned... And, yeah, to uh, they're like the two lines and, were forever destined to meet and make exactly. these and make these perfect, Basically. perfect people called the Sweet Valley Twins. Well, first of all, okay, guys. Like, first of all, yeah. that's our think? first episode ever, <laughs> which you can tell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's clear. <laughs> but also. <laughs> This goes back to my point about why it was one of my favorite conversations, because we, you can see us like sort of like laying out like a lot of the themes that are recurring when we talk about different types of content. We talked about Crash Landing on You. We talked about like, you know, like different books that we've read, like, you know, why we like romance novels, why we like romance content, the people like two people that are coming together again and again, like all of that is there. Um, and so just as a reminder, guys, we did talk about it. We know what you're talking like. We get like, listen, Rom Squad. Yeah, Me, you and Nana, we're all we're on the same wavelength here, guys. We get each other. This is like we 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 yep. we get it. Yeah. In. So yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, and when we do miss something, oh no, please, because we will miss things. No, but. Frequently. Frequently. <laughs>
Yeah, but I just wanted to let people know because I was like, I feel like I did feel a little some type of way about declaring myself this like Sweet Valley fangirl, but like not yeah. talking about Saga because if you are sweet, like all all the real Sweet Valley fans are like, everyone knows it's Saga. We're saga. Is huge. I was like, you're right, you're right. I mean, I never read the like yeah. the, the Fowler and the Patman ones. I always wanted to. I always I wanted to. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They're not as good. Like, I remember seeing the They're green cover good. for Patman, maybe, or it was a Fowler's. But I, like, I always thought they weren't as interesting, so I never bought them. But I always wanted to. Like, that was like, wow, you should read those. Why haven't you read those yet? But I'm not surprised they're not as good. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And I just will say, I, I one member of the ROM squad who's one of my very good friends, because we were both history majors together at the school that I'm not naming. <sighs> I and wish you guys could, like... honestly, I, like, this is, might be the clip I put on Instagram, because I want you guys to see my eye roll. <laughs> the eye roll. I'm not doing a full body one. It's just but, fun you know, for me. Yeah. But you know, you're right. It is fun. Nobody knows where we went to school. <laughs> it's fun it's like why i mean bruce wayne could have like gone solving vigilante crimes as bruce wayne but it's much more fun as batman okay wow <laughs> you know what i did not have on my bingo on my bingo board my bingo card whatever it's called because i don't play bingo frequently that not would be referencing bruce wayne and batman in an episode but here we are <laughs> Um, but she, she always said, she's like, I think a big part of why I became a history major was because of Sweet That's Valley awesome. Saga. I like, love that. Like, she's like, That's yes. so cool. She's like, it just made me love learning about these different eras and these times, like, you know, these historical yeah. moments. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. So especially I'm, girl, I see you. Cause she was one of the ones who said we're Saga. Listen, we, like, we talked about we, it. We talked about it and we're going to do. Yeah, and we're gonna do more two, with guys. Saga. That I promise you. Actually, season I'm gonna say two. that. I'm gonna say that because you know I have to manifest we're it. it. We're gonna we're do more it. with Saga. So don't I don't worry. Know why I'm doing these finger signs, but we're doing it. Anyway, yeah, Saga. So yeah, like, well, like, stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned for more with Sweet Valley Saga. This is not the last you'll be hearing of it on the podcast. Yeah. What are we gonna have next? Okay, Mana? a few other comments. Okay, so we do have a comment from someone who is very passionate. Well, okay, we have a couple of smaller comments. I'll get into, and then I'll get into sure. our passionate comment. Um, I had a friend who said that she loves the podcast. She kind of went through different episodes. She really liked. Um, she, uh, but she had this funny side comment, which I just appreciated. Well, she said our Sound of Music episode was quote unquote basically porn. <laughs> LOL. I mean, <laughs> to which I say that made me very happy. I mean, not a good, like we got into BDSM in a way that I had not been prepared to do before recording that podcast. And then at the end, we also had like, didn't we have porn recommendations yeah. at the end? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that I was, think was, it was that the same episode where we talked about ex confessions. Maybe let me look it up. But I think it might have been. Either way, like it's the episode where we t we talked about the what is it called the roommate or whatever that book where the guy yes the roommate. roommate yeah yeah, a, yeah that is and then, and then we, we talked, talked about, about porn. porn. We thought that one, but either way, that like porn clearly is something that we're not shying away from in this, which is yeah. why our parents should probably yeah stop no we're embracing our sexuality. Honestly. I hope they've stopped. Yeah. That'd be great. I still have my ex confessions um, account. It's touch and go, but I I feel like I'm doing you know I'm I'm fighting the for good ethical fight porn here for so. ethical porn. So ethical because ethical porn. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> ethical porn matters, guys. It does. 
it does. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated that comment. Uh, another comment from a friend was that she still hates Notting yeah. Hill. But she loved our episode. <laughs> but I, but it's and I actually got pushed back for a few people. I think my cousin Gina ended up watching Notting Hill. What did, Gina, I don't, what did cousin I don't Gina think say she actually after loved watching it. it? I need to actually follow up for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can like get that comment from her. But you know, I I think what was interesting about the episode is because we kind of um, framed it as okay, we're gonna explore people's dislike of Notting Hill. People were very open in expressing yeah, their dislike yeah. for Notting. Hill. Because I think maybe uh, maybe they they realized that there were more of them I out know. there than they thought that don't like Notting Hill. Well, it's so funny because we were trying to get Cousin Gina on our side, but it feels like we, Cousin Gina recruited a bit, yeah. more people, like a lot more support than I think yeah. we both anticipated, which it's fine. You people can have yeah. wrong opinions. It's okay. We'll, we'll let us slide. Yeah, well, I know it's not wrong. And it's also like, it's, I just acknowledge that because I think what we try to do, and this is something I kind of struggle with yeah. when we make episodes, is we fangirl. So I, I, we don't always spend a lot of time on what is probably yeah. negative about something. Yeah. But, that's you know our, I mean? but that's our shtick, though. Uh, unless, but, like, like, unless you, that's you a, got, um, that's you our know, shtick. Um, I, I had a, one of my, one of the rom squads was a good, really good friend of mine mentioned that maybe we could do like some listener's choice episodes or something next season. And if we do listener's choice, yeah. guys, Maybe or maybe one of your listeners' choice would be we might we might end up being less fangirly, which is fine. Or maybe one of your like requests might be us for us to like talk about something that we do not love and go through it as well. That might be an interesting like perspective to have because we definitely had those experiences as we went through the season where we like were like, oh, hmm, maybe maybe not. So that might be interesting. Yeah, so, you know, let us know, Rom Squad. We'll leave yeah. it open to the floor. Let us know. Let us know. Um, but yeah, so I guess I wanted to say that those who do not like Notting Hill, I've heard you. I respect your opinion. I respectfully disagree, but you know, I know it's not. It's not. No, it's not. I mean, none of these are perfect for sure. They're not like we, and we get it. And and honestly, like we, we, it's clear we have a passionate community of listeners and we really want that passion to continue. So like, let us know, even if you think something was atrocious and we loved it. We will take it under advisement. <laughs> okay. The last topic, I, Chloe, uh, or sorry, crash landing yeah. on you. <laughs> Chloe is what the, the rest of us call it, the fans. But um, it got some, like, it got some comments. Uh, one ROM Squad member said, pointed out a few things. One, <laughs> she's like oh like she just she thought it was really funny that there was a lot of subway placements and i actually noticed it but like didn't think that much about it but she's like subway is definitely a sponsor of that show right yeah. because there are random scenes yeah in the entire well which is a good point it's just eating at it's subway a good point. so it's funny that was in my ally and i took it out outline for like when i was prepping for the show but k-dramas are so unabashed about their product placement like they don't care they put it all out there. So Subway was obviously a sponsor. Range Rover was another one. Swarovski, I'm sure, was another one. Uh, the oh, yeah, there place were. that they went to I did was definitely yeah. another one. Um, like, you'll see there are definitely, like, okay. different products. Even the phones, right? Like, there are definitely different products that they, like, zoom in on that you, they use. Um, and they're just sort of, like, it's just part of the show. But I think I'm convinced that that's how they just do ads. Like, it's a different way of doing ads. Because now that I've been watching more K-dramas, I see Subway a lot or other yeah. restaurants a lot in the different shows that i'm watching yeah. 
uh, or like a jewelry company. Like they'll just put in like someone goes to buy a necklace from there and then you like you zoom in on the bag or whatever. Like so they just it's mm-hmm. a clear thing that they do through dramas like, OK, have you included a mention of so and so? And has it has do you see like the logo for 30 seconds? Like that's laid out in what like when people are writing scripts and stuff yeah. like that. So that's yeah. very much a thing. So that product yeah. placement was very clear, but like it's Range Rover, yeah. it's um, it's who it's it's definitely Subway. It's like whoever that fried chicken place was, um, since they did that multiple times, and then other yeah. other uh, products that we probably weren't as aware of because we don't know because they're South Korean products. But for sure, that is yeah. a good point. We should have addressed it. I meant yeah. to because it was very funny. It was, it was very a good point. How they were very yeah. funny about it. <laughs> Yeah, and then I think we also, we also got a comment that our pronunciation oh, yeah. was really bad. Archie, which <laughs> my, I fr- my friend, my Korean American <laughs> friend, was like, you know what? I appreciate that you guys try, because um, but like American accents and Korean, they just do not work very well together. <laughs> but I appreciate the effort you did. It was she was it was very like damning with faint praise. She's like, you did better than most. <laughs> She's like, and you did a decent job. She uh, you did we, a decent job we, on the history. It was all, all of it just felt like I was like, I, okay, I it decent. felt like a gentleman's C, which I will take. I would have never taken that otherwise, but yeah, I will take it's the gentleman's gentleman C. Here. C. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate it. We we asked you to call yeah. us in, and you did. You, I, and yeah, so, not to say call yeah, us in and you. not out. And she, you know what? That was very much a calling in and not a calling out. So she. <laughs> followed our request <laughs> <laughs> and then our last crash landing on you um i i got a very impassioned um comment from a, a rom squatter hello nana and misan i first of all want to express my gratitude for what was probably one of the bright spots of my last year uh you all definitely brought me endless pockets of joy uh, from all corners of the romance genre and especially in your last episode uh, all over the globe. I definitely would never have listened to or watched anything about Crash Landing on You had it not been for your awesome recommendation and I definitely watched uh, content as a result of whatever episode was posted on your on your podcast so thank you for the love that you poured into this endeavor and for uh, all of your insights, giggles, and uh, thoughtful and thought-provoking reflections on um, some wonderful uh, content. I will say that while I really did enjoy Crash Landing on You, and it's definitely a show that will stay with me um, and that the characters will, will live on, and I found myself thinking about a lot. Um, I think my exuberance did not match yours for three reasons. Uh, first, I think that the um, point that you made about there wasn't enough physical intimacy, uh, I will further accentuate and say there wasn't even enough kissing, let alone um, you know sex or anything else. I think, and even to go further, I think their emotional intimacy and their depth of conversation and connection um, was almost unspoken and a little bit subtle, too subtle for my own taste, until maybe the the, the parts in Seoul, um, the last few episodes were there in South Korea together when they started to really get 
uh, more acquainted with each other's histories and their shared connection and um, crossed paths in Switzerland and with the various pieces of music and the piano. So I even was left wanting more depth of conversation and connection between the two of them. I think the, the, the twinkling eyes and the flirtatious uh, glances and maybe the um, subtler ways that they connected and um, uh, you know fell in love were sweet and endearing but man I was left wanting more especially like you said given their chemistry I think the second I was really well I enjoyed watching it and I did keep watching it I found myself thinking oh my gosh I just watched a whole another episode and what really happened the plot kind of repeated itself a bit there were twists and turns that started to mirror each other the they had you know multiple lives and avoided death and gunfire and <laughs> while it was you know definitely entertaining and um, I stuck with it I, I feel like it could have been a much more powerful maybe long movie um, and m maybe would have a wider audience um, if you could pack it into uh, a, a you know two plus hour movie um, and and probably get just as much of the richness of it, especially with the with the characters that it included. Um, I think the length and the twists and turns contributed a little bit to my third complaint, which was that while I did appreciate, I think what Nana called the heightened reality of it and a little bit of the fantasy that you maybe need to buy into to, to really subscribe to their love story, I feel like it maybe went a little bit too far with, again, multiple you know, near-death experiences and um, almost like Matrix-like, you know, fight scenes where, uh, especially Lee Jung Hook, if I'm saying his name correctly, um, definitely skirted death and by himself fought like 20 guys. And, you know, I guess that's all part of the K-drama and other, other kinds of dramas that maybe um, I don't necessarily gravitate towards. <laughs> um, but maybe it was what made it popular with a male audience, who knows, um, but some of those more extreme parts of it I could have done without maybe would have made their story a little more, um, I guess, not believable, but a little more down to earth for me. Um, and then I will say that, and this is my last point, um, I did really like the ending in Switzerland, and I'm really glad it ended there and not um, where you informed me that it would have ended. I was left wondering, ah, why only two weeks? I understand this is the, a great solution and an eloquent one, elegant one for their situation. However, couldn't they figure out a way to make it, you know, multiple two-week stints? Um, is there a way that they could see each other for more than two weeks a year um, and be, be life partners in that way? Maybe that that part of it seemed um, like it, it left me wondering and wanting more, even if they weren't going to be day-to-day um, -day partners, as you said. So that's my last uh, thought, and I was thrilled to learn from your podcast, which I would, again, nugget of wisdom and love I wouldn't have gotten otherwise, that they are together in real life, and that just makes me extremely happy. And I can't thank you both enough for the gift you've given us. Aw, that, that made me so happy. I mean, this is legitimately, this is why I wake up every morning and I put my okay. pants on one leg at a time and I all right. do the work. Let's just calm down. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I do the work, guys. That was very sweet, though. I was that amazing. was very, I really, you know, honestly, you, you have made 
our day. You really, really yeah. have because I mean, not as being a bit dramatic about it as always, but really is part of the reason that we do the podcast is because we really clearly we love talking about this stuff a lot because we talk for so long. But to know that there are people that are actually connecting with it and getting exposed to different types of content because we're doing this podcast is really is a gift to us. Yeah. So thank you for this this whole voice. It's like a late Christmas present. Yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. This whole voice memo. I really appreciate and, it. Thank you, Christina. And it's funny because she told me to edit it down, and I'm just like, no, I won't. No. One because we don't edit. You know, we don't like to cut anymore after we're, our OG Genesis we're like, days. Our cut it, cut it, cut it days. <laughs> we're like light. We're light editors at this point. Yeah. Very, very light. But also because I just felt like, I, and honestly, I don't have too, too much to say. I think this was less so mm. uh, let's have a back and forth and more like, okay, this is thought provoking. So I want to see what other yeah. people in the ROM squad think. Because she enumerated right. a lot of really interesting points in a very, very systematic way. Um, yes. I also appreciate it that you're maybe not, you, you didn't match our exuberance. I think it's oftentimes <laughs> difficult to match our exuberance because we just love everything yes. so much much but um true i think yeah i think they were all great points i think the sense i get to is like i and I, you know i will admit that i think you you kind of have to have or not have to have but i think it's easier to get into dra- k dramas and things like that if you kind of already have the sensibility like you consume stuff mm-hmm. and i've like a, i've been like mm-hmm. a lifetime like soap opera watcher do you know what i mean like i watched soap operas yeah. when i was a kid i was a passion yeah. fan, right so i like <laughs> <laughs> I, like, because pa- passions was fantastic yeah i watch african movies and i watch yes. like telenovelas so like actually her saying this was like a reminder that it's it's kind of depends you know how how far do you have to like bridge your like mm. normal like sensibilities right and i'm actually realizing yeah. that i don't come from very something that's that far away from this type of storytelling right yeah but if that's this a is, good like, point not usually your cup of tea i totally understand how the fantastic elements could be a little over the top yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jen, Jen hook did fight off like 20 to 30 guys at a time <laughs> It's because he's special forces from the North Korean military. And Kim Jong-il is always trying to make sure that they're ready for World War III. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, that was, that was... But no, she's not wrong, though. I'm like, are you are you a superhero? Yeah. Are you enhanced? What's happening? Yeah. And then I actually thought her observations about the relationship were interesting. Because... Yeah. I, I mean, I, don't, I actually think she could be right. I think for me... Like, and again, this is maybe a a sort of personal aesthetic or a personal, like, preference thing. I love, like, the kind of furtive glances and stuff. I think the lot, like, I like stories that are told through those, like, looks and things not being said. Again, this might be, like, where we're coming from, right? We did so, we both, like, have read so many Regency era things, you know? Yeah, that's sort of how that plays out, yeah. So for me, I felt like their relationship was so deep because I'm, like, programmed to think that, like, there's so much yeah. being said in those looks, right? But yeah, if with not, the long game. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you're not, then I can yeah. see how you could be like, well, you know, where's the substance? <laughs> Which is also fair. Yeah, yeah. But I'm very much yeah. like an old school romantic SD. You know, like, I like that. Yeah, story, so. the Pride and Prejudice, like, being bred on that, the undertones. Because definitely the what their relationship in North Korea was very much subtle. It was, like you yeah. said, furtive glances. A lot of longing. Like, it was all in the eyes. Like, oh, why are you looking at me like that? Yeah. Why do you have those eyes? I agree. About the sex though, because there was no sex, and that was really. <laughs> well, she... I will. I will continue to beat that drum that there needed to be some banging. Yeah. Um, and even more kissing. And she's wrong. And she's not wrong about the physical intimacy part, because I, I really did want. 
at some point like when they were in South Korea I was like why are they not sharing a bed like I don't yeah like this is and, this is I don't understand this you guys are making passionate love declarations but you can't sleep in the same bed yeah and I think hmm? I mean we've talked I, I don't know if we talked about this in the episode but we've talked about it offline yeah but I think we're, we're yeah s- we're both trying to understand because I think for so long I'd kind of been what I the general my own general understanding of this was that um in terms of K dramas, like the decency and standards, like we're yeah, just kind of strict yeah. and like um yeah because I, and, and again I haven't watched K dramas in some years, but when I watched them, a lot of it was like the furtive glances. There wasn't really a, yeah. that much intense kissing, and I kind of had learned that I was like okay because it's like on this like prime time kind of TV. Yeah, but, like the like yeah. Um, yeah. But and I had a conversation with a rom squad about this in terms of like there was a lot of violence, and you know South Korea isn't yeah. necessarily known for being the most prudish culture ever right because like movies and stuff yeah. that come out of South Korea are much more sort of exploratory about that stuff and so yeah. I don't know if TV is just different but kind of consistently unless a K-drama seems like it's like known as the K-drama with the adult content you know like that they yeah it's gonna it, have it, that it, general vibe it, I think the general vibe yeah. is rather chaste but members of the rom squad Especially our uh, South Korean of South Korean descent, who told us that we don't uh, pronounce things well. I would also I I appreciate looking at you, that particular friend (laughs) who was listening. I'm not going to say your name because you. I know you're shy. I won't say your name. But looking at you, and I know I hate now that you're like our like token South Korean um, listener. You're like gonna have to like do like it's like being like the black person on the diversity committee at work. Yeah, yeah, it's not like. And Nana and I can attest to how that is a consistent experience. We were not going to do it to you, yeah. although we'll ask we're you questions offline. You. We'll ask you questions yeah. offline. But if anybody does know the answer to this, I am curious, like, why you don't yeah. think there was at least more kissing and, like, close yeah. in the series. But please, if someone knows more about why they didn't bang, that was no. very helpful. See, she made, a very, she, she made a point that she's not even necessarily I know, asking for I know, banging. I know. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend, okay? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> and also to her, to her other point about thinking that the shows, or rather the episodes, are pretty long. I do wonder if that's just a, like a stylistic uh, like K-drama type of thing to have that like dramatic extensive because I've now been now like I think I mentioned before that this my parents house has become a K-drama household yeah so I'm watching a different and they're all like 16 episodes or at least or like you know and they're like each, at least an hour yeah. each time so I wonder if that's just sort of like just the way stories are told um in South Korea it's, with K-drama specifically yeah, but it's not even and just I, and I'm curious K-dramas. about dramas like telenovelas go on forever you know what I mean I think there's that's something true. about that's soap true. operas where they can't they don't tell stories in a straightforward way it's just like yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, that's true. And if, and like, you if it's going to be like serialized, like think of how many. Yeah, passions like- is very. Yeah, <laughs> that was passions such a good show. I know. Tap it the I know. Lunch. So <laughs> I know. And Timmy, Timmy, Timmy the little person. Yeah. Oh my God. R.I.P. Timmy. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I see her point about wanting this to be a two and a half hour movie, or like seeing if that could have been condensed. But I think we would have missed a lot of good yeah. story. So yeah. Um, but I do think it. But maybe, I get why she said that. Yeah, I, I get why she don't said think that. it should necessarily be an hour and a half episode. Like I could have dealt with like yeah. an hour to an hour ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I guess those are. I think our... that's it for Chloe comments. Oh, okay, keep going. But I have more just general commentary that I just a comment I wanted to make from a Rom Squad member that I thought was funny. Okay. Um, so I asked uh, one of our good friends, who's like also a, another Rom Squad member, just about 
the thoughts on the season, all other stuff. And she, she made this funny comment that she was like, I've enjoyed some of the things that you guys have recommended. I agree with you, but you guys have spoiled, you guys spoiled things fully for me. <laughs> and I want to say, oh, yeah. guys, <laughs> we're not sorry about that. That's going to continue. <laughs> no. Well, we're a little sorry. This is a spoiler podcast. This is this is a spoilers podcast. This yeah, spoilers. Caveat emptor, guys. Beware, <laughs> beware. But I thought caveat emptor. There's that friend that was like, "Okay, I have to watch Ploy before I listen to you guys because you're going to spoil everything." I'm like, I don't know how we talk about it without spoiling everything. Yeah. I don't think it's possible for us to have these conversations without spoiling them. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I yeah, I will say something I noticed. We'll see, we'll play around the second season. Oh, my recaps got longer and longer and longer as the season progressed. Like I just like full on. So like to her point about spoiling, I was like, I'm just gonna tell you everything that happened and go. I love it. I personally, as a, a member of the rom squad, I love it. I just want that to be clear. I want my vote to be counted. Uh, I don't want to be disenfranchised. I love that. <laughs> so I to that Rob Squad member, I understand where you're coming from because I've noticed that I spro- I I spoil quite a bit. I'm gonna tell you everything that happened, and we'll play around with it. But until then, make sure that you're either okay with spoilers or but you've before, watched the content yeah. before, and we'll like maybe work on trying to get a little bit. Yeah, more I think that will help. I so think that, that will help a lot. Actually, have a little bit of before. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think. I just like the last thing I kind of want to do because, you know, I told you I'm a basic Betty and why not make this an hour and a this half or did whatever. Not. I can't is, believe this is going to um, be an hour every, and a half. <laughs> It's not going to be an hour and a half. It's not going to be an, an hour. hour Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, you know, like, and it, we've talked about it. We've reflected like this yeah. podcast has been amazing and yeah. that we connected with a wider community. I love the ROM squad. I love the conversations. Like I, I, I this is exactly why we yeah. like created this. Like, yes, it was to create like yeah. this pocket of pleasure, but it's also because we think that there is like substance in a lot of this content yeah. that can be thought provoking and, you know, and our ROM squad has proved that because people come to us time and time again and have just interesting commentary. So that's like been my favorite part about be- doing the podcast. And then, I think just learning how to technically do a podcast. I want to thank yes, all of the Rom yes, Squad for your patience yes. and just like kind of. There's so many with friends us. and Rom as we feel so our way. Th- like they'll be like, okay, so I noticed that the sound on this episode was like interesting. So here's what I have heard. Like I like your couple of friends have been like, hey, try yeah. this platform or try this. You know, like and even Nana's cousins. Also yeah. to cousins. Yeah. Cousins have been very clutch for this podcast. Yes, cousins, cousin George. Cousins have you know Nana's cousin that it actually edits. Yeah, podcasts, cousin Gina. You know, all like I can't remember her name. Yeah. You guys have. Ha- oh, that's cousin Gina. Gina. That's cousin Gina. Gina. You guys have been very yeah. helpful. So thank you. To the cousins, actually. The cousins have been clutch. The cousins have been clutch. The friends yeah, have been clutch. Rom squad has been clutch. Friends we have been, really, friends have been amazing. You guys. you guys are great. Rom Even parents squad. with recommendations. Thank you guys. Yeah. It's been very helpful. Yeah. Um, and so before we sign off, let us do a manifestation okay. exercise. Um, so like we're just gonna like, you know, sit back and see as and you guys can yes, send this manifestation to our podcast, i.e. things you want us to cover or what you would think would be interesting mm-hmm. to do. But Misan, what like do you manifest next season or next year? Next year for the I podcast? manifest for 
2022 season two of the hell yeah podcast a broader community like i want the community to get yes you took oh my bad i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) keep going keep going keep going i want that but also like um (laughs) whoops (laughs) <laughs> i want but you know actually i i'm gonna manifest something a little bit different i didn't i didn't we didn't talk about this before but also like maybe getting like having some sort of like an author or um some sort of like i don't know content creator another content creator that like is into like romance or something having someone join in as a special guest for one of our episodes that might be cool i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah that out there i like that yeah so Rom Squad, if you have any connections or you know anybody who would be interested, let us know. Yes. And if it doesn't come true, then we'll just, just well, 2023, know, we it. go again. <laughs> That's the issue. 2023, 20, we go again. 2023, coming again. <laughs> but that, again. <laughs> I think I love that manifestation. I love it. I just want to see cross pollination. Yeah. Exactly. Like what you said. Because I just like, and I think that goes into my um, manifestation slash the one you had that I kind yes. of snatched back from you, which is just, I want, I want this community to grow. I, I think this is what I love about this more than anything is just yeah. the sense of community, especially during yeah. this time with covid and like you know we're all like in our own little spaces and some more isolated than others but i just love when people reach out to talk about if not even the podcast episodes because they know that we're interested in romance and stuff people like being like have you seen this like actually one member of the rom squad told me that rose matafeo has oh so let's check that out right yeah she said um I think oh, it's on stars, uh, but you can also just rent it. So like that, like I just love the fact that like we've created this space for people to talk yeah. to each other. And, you know, as maybe in the coming year, we'll figure out how we can like, I don't know, manifesting that broadening the community, but also creating a space where maybe the yes, community can talk yes, to each other. That's a big a weird, one. Like, yeah, so that I want way. to like, I mean, COVID is a hater. So there's that. But like. In terms of, yeah. like, having the space to even, like, gather. I don't know. And I don't know where the gathering will necessarily yeah. be. But being able to do that in 2022, I manifest that as well. That would be very cool. Yeah. Or even Yeah, like, maybe, like, a, yeah, so like again, a Zoom if anybody, I don't know. Like, something like that. Maybe. That might be interesting. Not Zoom. Ugh. I can't look at people's faces in that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. You put the kibosh on that, like, <laughs> I know. Well, you, but to be you fair, know though, that I, I, I can't lie. I am very zoomed that, out. Yeah. I can't lie that I'm very zoomed out. And the sad yeah. thing is, like, but something. 2022 does not look that zooming will be stopping. So <laughs> that doesn't look like that's yeah. Um, so get your Zoom stop. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, that's not insider training because um, we don't work. Yeah. Also, SEC, don't at me because I have no power. So. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> don't at me. Um, but I'm trying. So is that I think that's it for manifestations. But I like to Nana's point. That's it. Like, Hell yeah is our like I guess is both of our first babies <laughs> since we don't have kids yet. Uh, is our but it's been yeah. our baby. It's been our baby. Yeah. Um, and it's that I have to say there's something so rewarding and 
energizing about having something like having the space to come and chat with Nana like every other week. Um, and then we chat more frequently than that just we just yeah. talk about other random stuff. But getting like getting to be closer friends with Nana because of doing this podcast has been awesome. Um, because I think that yeah. the pandemic has made connection so much more meaningful and important like you like and it's so much harder because i think we we took for granted how much like being in physical space next to each other was something that we really valued so being able to do that and feel connected still has been really fun um and then getting like rom squad members like nana said like people that are our friends people that we don't know as well but have like gotten into it people that we don't know at all that have gotten into it and being able to engage with them on the content has been really cool but this just in general like having this to do while this has been like while we've been home in apartments and then in our childhood homes has been really really cool like it has it really has made Mm -hmm. this year that could have been that has been a year of a lot (laughs) that nana will tell you and nana and i can tell you about uh, and i've talked about offline it's been a year of a lot of experiences um but having this has been such a bright like shining light for me um, I don't know that I would have enjoyed this year as much yeah. I, as I have considering what 2021 has been were it not for this podcast. So you guys, I don't want to start getting, I don't want to get teary because it's very corny and cheesy. Who has time for that? But this has been mm-hmm. such a gift for me. Um, and I'm so happy. Yeah. Amen. And with that, we're going to close out our year. Oh, oh wait, one actually, more thing. One more thing. One more thing. We... Oh, well, I don't know if we have to say one more thing, but this isn't necessarily the end of the season. We're going to yes, do one more yes. episode. And so just yeah. look out for it and we'll announce it. So you have noticed. So you can yes. watch it. We want to discuss season two Yay! of Love Life on HBO. Season one is the Anna Kendrick. You don't season, need to watch it. Whatever. It's fine. fine. You're We're not, not talking much. about it. But like, yeah, you don't need to watch it. You don't need to watch yeah, it for you, season. It's two. on HBO Max. Um, HBO Max. Season two. HBO Max. Is there any other HBO? Anymore? It is all <laughs> but, HBO Max. But if you have HBO, you could watch it on your TV. But it's like specifically like an HBO Max original. Like it's not an HBO show. That's just the thing. Oh, uh, okay. I, let's not even get into that. Was like the worst branding disaster of all time. It's I don't know great. why they it's called it Max. Great. And it's, it's so confusing clear. because the Cinemax. I was trying it's to explain awful. it to my parents. It was the, the worst other day idea and ever. Like, I don't, okay. <laughs> This is not going to, it's not going to yeah. register. Like, yeah. Just call it HBO. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Dude. Don't get me started. It's very confusing it's very, why they did very, that. It's not clear. Um, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. But it stars William Jackson Harper from um, The Good Place. Yes. And Jessica Williams. So enjoy. Yes, and it's Black it's Love. Black Love, guys. We love Black Love. Contrary we're to ending, We're ending off our season with Black Love. Contrary to popular we love black no. love. <laughs> what? I people know I love black love. You'll hear about it in the episode. I'll go off on a tangent about it. I love it. I love those greeting cards where they're like two beautiful and it's like black an people like, holding their hands and they're all like oiled up. It's yeah. always afros. <laughs> yeah. And they're sitting there. It's like Lizzie's like, yeah, we just shiny. had like oh, shea butter. And the car and the greeting card line is like mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, so yeah, so we're gonna have one I more black full, we're gonna have Nobody... one more full episode we're discussing love life. You might have some bonus episodes that we drop from time to time. Um, uh, so that's this is not the last episode of season two, but it is the last episode of 2021. Happy New Year, guys! Yep. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Bye. Bye.